Hi, my name's Shelley Flett. Welcome to the Dynamic Leader Podcast, where I share insights, experiences, successes, and failures with leaders from across a broad range of industries and business structures. I maintain that each of us needs to be open to sharing our experiences and making the leadership playground safe enough to fail, to grow, to have fun, and ultimately become more dynamic. So please sit back and enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another Dynamic Leader Conversation. Today, we are going to be speaking with a very dear friend of mine, someone I met five years ago at a meetup in Melbourne randomly, and um, we got chatting and um, yeah, here we are five years later having uh, the great support of Simon Heenan. Thank you so much for joining us, Simon. Hey, how are we doing? That's <laughs> good. <laughs> Woo, let's do this. So, um, so Simon is the person who does a lot of my videos. He um, has done a lot of my photos for my website and things that I've used on social media for the last five years. He's quite the entrepreneur um, and not so long ago uh, got himself a full-time job in a corporate environment working in, uh, in health insurance. And so I wanted to invite Simon on um, for a bit of a conversation around, you know, what is it like to be led by other people and what does leadership mean on the flip side? So we're going to share a bit of that. Hey, Simon. Okay, let's go. Let's, let's send it. <laughs> so I'd love to get your thoughts. If we dive straight in, you know, what, what leadership skills do you think are important? And perhaps as you think about answering that, just share a little bit of your career so far, because I think it's quite interesting and, and, you know, tell us a bit of a story, just a high level one. Okay, so what, what are we talking? How far back are we going? And we're going a little bit, just like starting as from Melbourne. Let's start here, Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, we'll start here. We'll start here in Melbourne. Melbourne, yes, um, did some did some bartending stuff, you know. That was exciting. Um, started off, and because I came down here doing video and photography, of course, that's the main reason that attracted in Melbourne, and everything here is more faster. Go, go, go. And so it was good. So, like, the opportunity was here. Networking is amazing up here. Um, get me awesome people like Shelly. Um, <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah, so definitely was, um, definitely was really good for, for coming down here. Um, did a lot of events, did events in photography, did photography there. And then of course, um, started working with different leaders and everything like that. So, um, yeah. And now, now I'm in an environment where I'm working like a good person Monday to Friday. And sometimes they ask me to do Saturday, but you know. And for someone who's as spirited as, you know, free spirited as yourself, how do you go with um, the, I guess the, the rules and the structure mm. and the routine that comes with working a, you know, a nine to five? Okay. So done this before previously in my life and I did that for five and a half years. Didn't like that because I was a little bit regimented <laughs> and then, um, in the literal sense um, and then now this is this is a little bit different because there's not they there's um there's a little more freedom so like if i want to throw in the towel i can do it at any time but now it's on me to kind of you know stick it out because before it was like hey you've made the decision it's gonna happen so now i'm kind of like okay i need to make i gotta want this i have to get better it's not just gonna ride itself out it's kind of you know so it's it's a different challenge and 
it's been a while since I've felt that challenge. And so, yeah, this is really good. So I feel like it's something I feel like I got to prove to myself during this whole, this whole entire scenario. So I feel, yeah, so it's definitely, yeah, it's another hurdle I have to succumb and it's good. It's good. It's, gets you there <laughs> and and so as an employee what what are the leadership skills that you think are important what skills Le- do you think leaders need to have to really engage and, and motivate and grow their staff well you have to be able to understand that everyone's not the same cookie cutter like they're not the same people that just just because they're working the same job doesn't mean that one that cool story you tell that one person that motivates them to start working hard or is going to work on the next person and i feel like Treating people as individuals, I think that's that's really important, and understanding the work style. So if you can if you can understand someone's work style, you know, not like you get most out of people when they feel they're understood. So when you're understood, you feel like you can contribute more and deliver. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's not it's not someone just telling you what's coming off the spreadsheet or the PowerPoint. It's like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, this is what we got to get done, and then you're like. Okay, cool. So you like, like you like to feel like you've got a little bit of choice, a little bit of control in what you do. You don't like to be told what to do, no doubt. <laughs> I love getting told what to do. <laughs> sure you do. Do you think anyone <laughs> likes being told what to do? I don't think anybody does. I feel like if it's the trick, right? If you make it make it look like it's their decision, they do it better. But if they felt like they're told to do it, oh. It's a little bit, you know. So I like this. So even though you know that it's a little bit of a trick that they're asking me, because I know that this is what they expect me to do anyway, it still feels better. Yeah, 100%. Like, it, it's weird. Your head, yeah, it's a cognitive dissonance kind of thing. Because you're like, I know this is what they need me to do, but now I felt like I contributed to getting it done. So I'm I'm happy with that. I felt like I was part of the process. I was... I was I was in there somewhere. There was a bit of me. <laughs> That's so great. And and it's just a little bit. It, it's yeah, it's great. So tell me, do you think that um, leaders naturally possess these kind of skills to be able to bring the best out in their people and grow and develop them by asking them? Or do you think that it's something that can be learned? Well, it's a bit of both. Well, depending on I would say it's not. I would say it is can be learned because 100% and definitely a skill that can be developed, but it's mainly on the person themselves. They have to a put in the extra time outside of their work and their job to become a better leader. You get me? So like you, you, it, self-development and you have to understand yourself before you can understand others. So otherwise you're just kind of going to get stuck. You, because you're going to do things as you'd see it. And that's not about the leadership thing. You're leading other people. You're not leading yourself. Otherwise, you work by yourself in an office and just do your thing. <laughs> do you, uh, and I see that a lot. You know, I see a lot of leaders who uh, have been really good at leading themselves and automatically apply that to other people. Mm. And so they're mm. well intended. They mean yeah. well. Yeah. But how do they find out that this is not actually working? Well, if they do, they find out a sometimes people because sometimes people are very quiet and so they won't say anything but you just won't feel that i don't know camaraderie or like that rallying behind you so like if a meeting's going on i definitely have seen this if you have different people 
and they have like a like have a Zoom meeting, like, oh yeah, we can just chat now. And everyone's kind of like, log off. <laughs> ah, so it's an indication, like if you um, wait behind and go, all right, we're done with all the formalities, let's just have a chat. And then you lose everyone. That's a really good indication that you're missing the mark. <laughs> just slightly, they're like, oh, you got, you got five minutes, you can stay here and just chat or you can go back. And then I was like, yeah, just gonna go back real quick. <laughs> I love that. That's gold. What else? Like, are there, is there any other, are there any other signs? Mm. Like, would, do you think they, do you want to stay in an organization working where a leader is leading you the way that they would lead themselves? Well, uh, to be perfectly honest, when I started, when I went into the corporate, I had a different strategy. So it wasn't about the whole, um, get in, climb the corporate ladder, do my thing, you know what I mean? Um, so I was kind of like, get in, get your foot in the door, find out who does all that video, who does that photography. And it's easier to network when you're in the office because at least, and then you got that kind of backing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's better. But then 2020 happened and what off? <laughs> and then they're like, ah, oh, guys, I think it's going to be permanently from home from now on. So I'm like, wow okay okay um (laughs) so for someone who likes the opportunity to network with people to to meet to have conversations to learn new things how has it been working oh it's it has been learned like yeah got a cup got a promotion but um during the lockdown which was crazy and i was like oh wow that's so cool but then i was like hold on I learned best by watching people. I'm visual and everything has been auditory and so, and like text. And I'm, and I, I'm not going to lie. I was struggling to grasp the con. I can get it like in two seconds if I see someone do it. hundred percent, hundred percent. I know that about myself. So I was like, when I took it on, I was like, yeah. But then for the first time, it was a completely different environment. I'm like, it's auditory and text. Yeesh. And I was like, mm, okay, but I'm like trying to visualize it as a, you know, and trying to like, cause I do photos, people, <laughs> I do video, I'm an audio visual person. So I'm like, ah, this is just, yeah, it's just, and the concept was simple, but I was struggling the most with it. Like the things which people were expecting me, like, um, struggling with like sales conversions or all these other kpis and it was like but this is a basic one I'm like i know i know that it's a basic one but my brain's like what <laughs> and so um I, I think that's a really important point and i know that a lot of people are similar to you where and conventionally we would just sit you beside someone else and here watch what they do then off you go like it has been 101 of training in corporate environments for forever Um, and so now that we're in this virtual environment and you know some teams are are back to that hybrid kind of space but you know we're going to have to learn to to learn in a virtual environment what did you need from your leader what do you think a leader could have done knowing your learning style oh um I don't know there's not really much like she's been amazing. My my leader's been absolutely crazy. Like, hundred percent supportive. Not not like hasn't hasn't grilled me on that because they're like you fix this one part and everything, like 
bright days ahead, bright days ahead, full steam going. Um, the biggest thing, she was like, I like that. You, I think um, they were kind of, because they don't know you kind of thing. And so they, they're kind of tippy-toeing around like the bad news. I'm like, yeah, just tell me straight. I'm not a child. <laughs> and I'm not going to like break down. They're like, wow, you still own it. I'm like, isn't that what you do? If you own the mistake, then it's yours. Then you can fix it. But if you deflect it, you never get to the source of it. So that way, kind of, I feel like, just be honest to people. I don't know, maybe some people don't like the honesty. So some people like that tiptoeing and sugarcoating it and whatever. But for me, I'm like, straight up, let's get it done. That's cool. And okay, so what do I need to do? Where am I like, where am I, where's my shortfalls? And, you know, just for myself, just learning how to really pick that up and just kind of, yeah, fix it. And that's quite different to to how other people like to be corrected on things, isn't it? You you're mm. hit me with it straight, uh, but you know some people are like I oh, you could just you know softly approach this and just you know <laughs> break it to me gently. Um, it's important for a leader to understand what mm. this stuff on, isn't it? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And do you? do you get that by you know if a leader if you were working with a new leader and they said to you um simon how do you like to be managed what Mm. do you what do you need on a day-to-day basis uh how would you like me to engage on certain things Mm. Uh, what happens when things go wrong how would you like me to give you Mm. feedback would Mm. that be Mm. that's 100 percent yeah. That's definitely helpful because like, it's like, how do you like to be managed? I got asked that question as well by her. She was like, how do you like to be managed? I'm like, um, I like getting the job done. Like, um, let's get it done. I'm going to put my head down. I'm not going to, there's like a little group chat everyone has and then everyone gets in there and how was your weekend? Stuff like that. I'm like, I'm here, I'm working and I'm just going to do my thing, keep my head down and look at the clock. And then when it's done, it's done. I'll catch you guys later. Love you gotta leave you but um yeah uh <laughs> so and, and so is that because you're you have passion outside of your nine to five yeah i feel yeah because everything like definitely yeah working from home has made me start thinking like strategy over just going so it's just been yeah so now i'm just kind of strategizing everything as much as I can because that's what I want I really want those results and and yeah so I'm getting the results and that's good so I'm just continuing on that train kind of thing you know so So, you get in you get the job done you get out now a lot of leaders would have a problem with that a lot of leaders would have an issue that you haven't you know sold your soul to the organization and pledged your undying commitment to them forevermore um does the fact that you just do your hours mean that you're any less efficient in the job that you're doing no no it's not even better than the magics um i feel like <laughs> no but like so yeah because I'm, I'm sitting there and i'm like yeah like i feel like she understands it and everybody gets it like it's high stress especially like last year being doing what we're doing that was that was a lot that was a lot and um definitely took a tip from you which is like take time and rest and kind of thing and i needed that because i was like yeah started this yeah i took three weeks off at the start of this month 
at the start of uh, this year and I needed that because I was like, wow, I'm on a high road to burnout here and I'm starting and I could feel it like for the first time I kind of recognized it early before it actually was in the chaotic mode where you just do crazy things, just self-sabotage so you can have some space. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I would be an adult about this and um, take the time off and relax and recoup and get better, <laughs> be better and re-energize. And, and by the time that three weeks was coming up to an end, I was like, I'm back, I'm ready to go back. I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay now. I think I got this, let's go, you know? But I feel like if I kept on powering through this year, like I powered, I powered through yeah, the past three years, no breaks and then nothing, just December, I'm like more people, let's get it, let's get it. And so. What I love is that you had uh, a moment where you could, you, you had a choice to make. Do I, do I just um, play the victim here and, and blame someone else and kind of let the burnout happen and then be at the mercy of that? Or do I um, adult, <laughs> do I practice adulting? and um and recognize what i need and then and then get what i need which was time off um Mm. i think i think there's a a lot of people that fall into the trap of i'm just going to go until i until i break uh and then i'm going to be broken and often that's someone else's fault or that's someone else's problem to deal with Mm. what are your thoughts on that you know how do leaders navigate through those complexities with people Oof, it's definitely a minefield because you, hey, first off, I feel like you just got to listen to the people. Mm. That's number one. You just got to listen to them because everybody's got a story. So prepare for that. <laughs> and then once you've given them that time, I think that gives you like enough like equity, trust in the balance in the book, you know, because that, because I feel like if you're a leader and you walk in, you've got, think of it like a bank you've got no deposit you have deposited nothing and the only thing that really matters is like people feeling understood and so if you put put in time you're putting a deposit in their bank so they feel like that so you can withdraw something by asking something the more time if someone's more like struggling or something like that invest more time in them because that's when you can take out more from them Mm. because you can put some in if you're like okay cool so like so then it kind of rolls like that so that's what i feel i feel like if you invest, the time you invest in someone, the more time they they feel they owe you as because you're in the position where it's not just you're not doing it because you just want to do it. You're doing it because as a team, as whatever, mm. however you want to, whatever you're doing, whatever product, like whatever project you're working on. If you put more time in your problem areas, those people in those problem areas are more likely to give back because they feel they've been adequately heard or understood so that they feel like they need to and then if it comes to bad news for example if it goes to bad news that person is not unaware of the shortcomings because mm. it's not like suddenly one day you're like why aren't you performing like what what happened <laughs> yes you know what's coming that's great and a lot of awareness there um as mm. well yeah so tell me this how does a how does someone's leader affect an individual's learning journey? Mm. Both positively or negatively? Positively or negatively, depending on that. I feel like if you're you're learning something, right? If you're trying to learn something, 
depending on what it is. And it's more, it has to be practical. You can't just teach people obscure things. And then the end, like when it comes to execution, it's completely different. I've, I've found that a few times where you're told you're learning something complete, feels completely different until the execution. Then you're like, well, this has got nothing to do with execution. So that, that, that feels like you, you feel like you've wasted your time and you feel unprepared. So you just, <laughs> it's much worse. So I feel you, even if I know there's modules and like regulations and everything like that, I feel like it's really important for someone to really set that expectation of what it's going to be like. It's like, if you just rely on like modules, training, whatever, then throw people in, cause it's never that, it's never the same. It's a completely different game. So yeah, if you, even if the, the modules are completely irrelevant and, but they need to be for compliance or whatever, give them the expectation and of what it really is like. Mm. So then at least when they're learning this, they're kind of preparing themselves saying, okay, so how can I use it in a concrete, like, you know, like. Yeah. And so um, have you ever experienced a leader who has stifled your, when I say learning journey or development journey, have you ever mm. had a leader that has stifled that because they don't want you to be better than them or they want to hold on to you longer? I know there's leaders out there that don't want their staff to learn too much because they'll leave them. Mm. I find that's quite um, ironic because mm. they end up leaving anyway. Have you ever had a leader that has that has really stifled your your oh, own journey? Oh, 100%. Immediately say it's stifled. I was like, <laughs> got a person right there. A poster child. <laughs> well yeah it was it was definitely yeah um this is back in the day and yeah so for me I was young go get ish let's go get this and so I'm there and I'm like I'm like I chose I chose a role which wasn't the highest role because I was like I just want to see how it starts from the bottom in any other scenario that would have been completely fine because everyone would have been saying like okay clearly this person like my results everything that i was doing were like cool this guy is here for the miles he's here for the miles but um i didn't calculate of course the person the personality factor into my equation i was just thinking numbers 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 over trump numbers and then that's it because people like you know like it, it will show right on on the paper but then people happen and then <laughs> they just get in the road and then yeah just I got sabotaged just, you know, because if, yeah, because if I did it better than him, then he'd be feeling like, hey, how's this guy coming in at the same age as me back in the day, going higher than me, and I'm here, and he's aiming for way higher than me, right, where I am now, so that kind of, that kind of feels like, you know, the, the kind of, yeah, pull you down, kind of, but and what, that does was, that, yeah. what does that make you do? Did, did you, do you stick around for that? Do you push through it, or oh. do you get out of there? Well, for me, I don't know, maybe because I was young, I was like still fighting it. You get me? So I'm like, no, you're not. But I, and, and for me, I was like, for me, I felt like if I ran away from that, I wouldn't have gotten the lessons out of that. Ah, so, tell us about the lessons that you got out of that. Oh, the lessons, I'm like, people will be people. And A, I learned ownership. That's how I, now I like it straight. Tell me what's up. Don't, I like, don't waste my time being like, so, you know, yeah, none of that. Yeah, so 
tell it to me straight. Tell me how, what is the result? What does it look like? And how is it achievable? And show me someone there. So tell me that I'm here, this person's here, this is how they're doing it. Listen to this person or do this and do that and you'll be here. Because then at least I know it's achievable and I can see it. Instead of like some arbitrary, oh yeah, you know, like one of our people, he's doing really good. Oh, show me that person. Mm. <laughs> so you need you need to see, you mentioned that earlier, you need mm. to see, you need it to be tangible and specific and you need to be able to see that pathway forward. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so which, show me the road. Mm. Which is not hard for, for leaders to do. It just takes uh, a little bit of conscious attention and effort. Um, mm. Okay, tell me this one. When have you picked up a bad habit from a leader? You know how, um, and particularly in our younger years or our earlier stages of uh, mm. our career or being in the workforce, a leader would do something and you would see them do something and you'd pick that up, um, even though it wasn't a great habit. Did you ever pick up any bad habits from oh. any leaders? Yeah, probably the same guy. Because <laughs> though, like, yeah, yeah, definitely picked up some interesting habits there um yeah because then because of course in my position back then I also had other people underneath me and stuff so like it just trickled down mm. so it was just like this trickle down effect until mm. I was became conscious that I was doing the exact I became him like you become the thing that you hate the most <laughs> well and, and that you pay the most attention to right mm-hmm. yeah so I was sitting there and I was like oh and I'm looking back and I'm like, wow. And I'm like, these people are acting like I acted this guy. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 no. Oh, that's what's happening. Oh, oh, wow. I thought I was better, but I'm just a new and more motivated version of you. <laughs> Isn't that a great realization? Do you know, it's funny because I find parenting is, is similar is when I see my children do something and I think, gosh, why why would you do that? Why would you say that? That's not very nice. And then, and then think where, where did that come from? And um, yeah, quite often there's a mirror being held right up there. And um, yes. So I've no doubt, even as a leader myself, I've um, probably allowed some bad habits to pass on. And I think that love to get your thoughts on this, but I think it's this, you know, as you kind of alluded to is this conscious decision to go, I, I recognize what I'm doing and I'm not doing that anymore because I know mm. the impact that it has. Do you think that leaders, do you think more leaders need to do that is, you know, take a moment to reflect and go, I see what I'm doing here. Yeah. hundred percent. Cause if you, if you're leading and saying, Oh, those people are just not getting it. There's people are just not getting it. You're going to be like, hold on. If they're not getting it. then mm. <laughs> That's on me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um tell me about your favorite leader of all time who is your favorite leader of all time and why oh it would have to be you shell 100 percent, 100 percent. like I, i've never like honestly everything you've like when we met i was just i was out here just trying to i was just trying to do something <laughs> i was just like yeah. i need to get something done i came here and I know I'm here to do something. And then you're like, what is that something? I'm like, um, photo, video, both. <laughs> and yeah, you definitely carved it out. You carved it out for me pretty clearly. Like it was, 
yeah, like I believe, yeah, five years from, I swear, five years when I first met you to where I'm now definitely is attributed to meeting you 100%. Like it, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't, I swear, if I didn't go to that meetup, didn't meet you, who knows? Who knows? Like, honestly, I, yeah, because I met you when I was having that little issue with my video and whatever, and I was stuck like 100% stuck that was a stuck position <laughs> and and now all my abilities were just and so I remember I remember you saying to me we should collaborate um and I think that was the conversation that led to all right well I'll I'll coach you and you do my videos and it was this mm. yeah you know, quid pro quo kind of thing yeah yeah um and all I did was just ask you questions. And, you know, one of the areas that I think we need to focus on as leaders this year is that um, mode of coaching and um, asking the questions of others that they probably don't ask of themselves. And so um, I would ask you questions and then listen mm. to you tie yourself in knots and then I would ask you the same question again. And after a few times of asking the same question, you'd get yourself to where you needed to go. Mm, mm, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, it was a it was a jungle outside for sure, <laughs> and but, continues mm. to be. Ah, oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you reckon? You know, you're thinking about the the change of leadership over the last couple of decades and you know we've gone from and I know you've you've had exposure to that command and control environment haven't you oh slightly yeah <laughs> do you want to talk about that at all um um yeah uh I don't know this is such a such a vast part so just like starting what? off with it from the beginning or like from well just talk about that the style of leadership when you're in an environment where it is you just do what you're told and you don't have any voice or any opinion what is that like and particularly for someone like you who's very entrepreneurial and free-spirited and all over the place what is it like to to be in an environment that is all command and control oh about regimentalness um yeah so when you first get in I feel like it's not um, when you first get in, depending who you are and where you're like, where you are as a person, that's the most, like, that's the, that's the interesting part. So uh, where you as a person and then suddenly every, you, you're all on the same cutting block. You have to be this high, this tall, this wide. That's it. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, 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 um, you can't, divert from it you have to stay stick to it or break <laughs> into the position yeah. <laughs> so and and that's the thing like you just but then in that as well you start to learn that within that structure you decide if you're filling up the whole box or you're going to be smaller and have that box to play around it within the structure so that's the biggest thing which i found out was some people felt compressed in and that couldn't move and rigid and then i realized i'm like oh you gotta do is just shrink yourself and now you've got that structure to play around in, and you can get away with everything because you're still in that structure because wow. because people are like what i'm like yeah like you have it's just your left and right 
if you don't go too far right, no one can mess you up. If you go too far left, no one can mess you up. You've got this. You can go as hard as you want in this structure. And that's anywhere. That's anywhere, any place, any time. And that's the freedom anyone can, like, that's how I feel like I survived is finding that. Because if I felt the box was always going to be that, I don't think I would have lasted a year. But I, but that was, yeah, that was something I had to figure out, which was within the conf- confinement, find your space. And I so, love that. That's brilliant. Yeah. So if anyone does have a, a manager who is very, um, like regimented and like yeah. that, that yeah. you know, authority and the the structure and that kind of thing it is fine st- you've still got the opportunity to find your space to be able to play yourself out and yeah really own that I love that that's such a that's an awesome perspective to have um not as many not many people are as I guess emotionally aware as you are in that <laughs> respect <laughs> um, and a lot of people would be defeated by that so yeah, what do you see? Because what I see with leadership is that, you know, the coaching uh, mode is going to be important um, mm. in the coming, you know, five to 10 years, um, if mm. not longer. And that, you know, the command and control, the directive style of leadership is still important, but it is very, very small component. There are very, uh, you know, like in a time of crisis or, when something has broken and you're trying to remediate really quickly to reduce the damage that people feel, um, you might you might go down that command and control path and mm, you know, mm. let's just get this done. Actually, mm. not going to ask what you think or how you feel right now. This is what yeah, we're going to yeah. do. Let's talk about it later. Um, mm. But what are you thinking? You know, if you're looking ahead to what the next generation of you know people entering the workforce, what are they going to need from their leader? yeah definitely the environment like i said the environment has changed out there like it is it is yeah it's like it hasn't settled yet i don't feel like everything is settled yet that's why i'm kind of still like trying to figure out what's happening so i feel if if you're going in you have to be adaptable 100 percent. they're gonna they they you're gonna you're gonna have people who is you know it's no longer the usual. So if you're a leader out there now, you got you got to understand that with everything that's going on, it brings a lot of complexities in in how people deal with it, and you know, like so so like how people you have to be tolerant, you have to be patient, you have 100% have to be patient. They're gonna need you know like command control definitely <laughs> has its place but i don't think that's going to be the way because i think it's gonna we're, we're kind of having a very you know people are gonna you know how it is you gotta be pc you gotta be this and you gotta you gotta make sure that you know what everything's going on and i think yeah it's definitely gonna be challenging times for leaders definitely for sure like mm. you're gonna have to you're gonna keep get on that self-development train 100 mm. percent and don't don't rely on things you used to know just kind of adapt and grow and so um you know the leaders of the future need to be able to provide the environment where people can adapt and grow and navigate the landscape in the way that works for them most and Mm. um, allow this freedom you know i think um and one of the reasons why i wanted to talk to you on the podcast is i love the fact that you've you you've got your 
um, you know, your day to day, your nine to five, but you've got this side hustle and, you know, the, the whole mm. gig economy, there's more and more people who just need that creative outlet or they need the other way to develop and, and grow as well. Mm. And so I think um, leaders of the future are going to be those that don't have these high, high expectations that someone's going to, you know, sell their soul or, or, you know, work for, work for an organization 100%. They, they want variety and they want diversity, but it doesn't mean that they can't be just as effective in their, mm. in their role if mm. they've got passion outside of it. And in fact, mm. I've seen it work really well together is I will be here. I will be dedicated. I will do exactly what you want. I will, I'll do what you need if you let me play on the outside and the expectations are that I don't do longer hours and I, you know, mm. and I don't have to mm. work weekends or outside, you know, the, the you know, what's expected. Um, mm. And I think it's being okay with that. And I think that, you know, there might be a little bit of ego at play that if you don't want that, then what does it mean for the organization? You know, clearly you don't care. I call BS on that I think that someone can care about multiple it's like having three kids and thinking you can't love all of them the same you totally can um it's Mm. saying you know let your people have more than just the one love more than the one passion let them grow Mm. let them develop and support them through that Mm. um that's what I think uh I think that's what leadership is going to look like in the next five to ten years yeah for sure for sure and yeah that's definitely yeah, because you got to have passions outside because we, we're given so much information and sometimes you feel like you don't want to feel stuck or anything like that. So mm. I feel like even if, like, I feel like if, if a person is a good leader, the people will less likely not want to leave anyway kind of thing because they'll be like, hey, I'm still doing my thing. They're yeah. okay with it and I want to give my best. So, no, so, yeah. you know, like you got nothing to worry about and if the people go, it's okay. It's not you. It's they needed to go. And everything else is like, just, you know, keep going on because there's more people. <laughs> mm. And get to know them. I love that. And so my, my final question for you is, um, do you think a leader can be friends with their staff and still lead effectively? Oh, 100%, 100%, 100%. Because like, if they don't feel, if they don't feel like you're a human, <laughs> it's hard to, if they feel like you just, Every time you come in, you're like, yep, we got to do this. They can't just be like, hey, how are you? You know, and sometimes it might not be, sometimes you might not feel like it's genuine, but it's just that, give, try, just doing it, you know? It's it's dumb as it sounds. It's like, oh no, I know that he's not genuine about it, but you know, like, hey, he tried. Look at him go. He's doing all right. That's all right by me, you know? Instead of like... But not too disingenuous, where it's kind of like almost too fake. Like, hey, how was your weekend? And walk off. <laughs> like, so don't ask if you don't care. Yeah. But like, just even if you, sometimes it might not come naturally to you. You just have to tr- you keep, I swear, you just keep doing it till you get it. That's what I say. Oh, like, I yeah. So just go in and like, hey, how are you doing? And then sometimes people tell you some boring story and be like, mm, I'm going to listen. And I'm going to know. And that's it. That's my job right here. And be like, cool. And that's it. And then do it again. And then soon it become natural. Too. Awesome. 
<laughs> so good. So good. Simon, thank you so much for, um, for joining me today. Um, if anyone needs a photographer or videographer, Simon is free in the evenings or on weekends because he's <laughs> totally dedicated and committed to, uh, <laughs> to the work that he's doing and you know I really appreciate your help and support over the last five years um and your wicked sense of humor um thank you so so thank you um and hopefully all the leaders that have listened to today's conversation have got a bit of a different perspective and um you know the the main theme that I've heard come through is really around listen to people get to know them ask questions and fill that bank um, so that you've got credits with your people. So I think some really great takeaways there. So, so thanks again. And thanks, um, <laughs> we'll join, um, we'll see you all or hear you all next week uh, with another episode. Thanks everyone. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the dynamic leader. There is no better time than now to work through your leadership and people strategy to establish what the future might look like for your business and how you might empower your people to help you succeed. It is through building the capability of your people and reducing their dependency on you that will keep you moving forward at pace and will see you remaining relevant in the future. I have worked with over 100 businesses across almost as many industries and seen firsthand the challenges that come with employing, engaging and managing staff. If you're looking to improve how you lead, why not reach out for a conversation? In the meantime, thanks so much for joining me and stay awesome.